Living the Sweet Life is a podcast intended for mature audiences only. We'll be using sexually explicit language while discussing many different adult themes. So if you're under the age of 18, please stop listening. Also, please know that our thoughts and opinions should not be taken as professional advice. We're here to help answer your questions about the swinger lifestyle from newbies to longtime swingers, unicorns, and polytriads. We hope to engage you all and encourage sex-positive discussions. Now that we got that out of the way, make yourself comfortable and join us in living the sweet life. So that you understand what we're saying, um, whether you're new to the lifestyle or you are not in a lifestyle at all, but you need to kind of know what we're talking about when you're listening to the podcast and you're going to hear these terms. So we're going to kind of walk you through some of them. All right. So let's take it away, Locke. Cool. Yeah. Just like she said, you know, it's not an exhaustive list, but it's just a few that come top of our mind. Uh, so obviously the first one I think you should understand is lifestyle, the lifestyle in general, right? Like. Uh, what is that? When when you hear the lifestyle, you hear swinger and all that stuff. Uh, what are we even talking about? Right. We're talking about a form of ethical non-monogamy. Right. That's that means people that's just uh, they're not tied to the norms that have been placed in front of you. Um, it's sexual activity that, uh, that takes place from both singles and uh, committed couples. Um, it can be like social swinging or just hanging out meeting people and then whatever happens happens um or it can be kind of like recreational like this could be your thing that you do like you could you and your significant other can enjoy going on vacations and going to parties and and having sex with other people right or whatever um and you know a lot of people use it to enhance their relationship um, but it's definitely not a fix to your relationship. So I'm going to keep correct. it at that. Right. Yeah, it's definitely not a fix to your relationship. So I'm going to go ahead and pass it back to the lovely Trist. Well, maybe we should just go into the next one, babe. What oh, is the vanilla? Oh, vanilla, vanilla. Right. Vanilla is the exact opposite, right? Vanilla is like people that don't participate in the lifestyle. People that, you know, um, conform to... Uh, your your normal standards of monogamy. You know, you get married or you date one person, you stay with that one person. Bingo, boom, that's it. Pretty much, and that is a vanilla. Oh, can I talk about flipping vanillas, though? Yes. Yes, right. So flipping vanillas is, is, a, is a cool little activity that some swingers like to participate in, uh, which is just like, you know, hanging out with a vanilla, maybe at a bar. It's not necessarily a lifestyle scene. And you you, you see these, the vanilla couple kind of like giving you some sing- signals. And then you, uh, you're you trying to introduce them to a lifestyle scene. You're trying to maybe pull them into a little uh, something that they're probably not even ready for. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> this kinda, is true. Yeah, blow their socks off and they kick them out your door. So, this is yeah, true. That, that's you can go home now. You can go home now. <laughs> this is very true. Right. So the next two terms I am going to talk about um, 
Let's go to the first one is an exhibitionist. Basically, the term speaks for itself. An exhibitionist is a person or a couple that enjoys putting on sexual acts for other people's pleasure. So sexy. And we used to be this at the beginning, actually. Absolutely. We used to like putting on acts and having people watch us and having them get turned on by mm-hmm. what we were actually doing, right? Yeah. What was my favorite move in front of everybody? You used to tell me I was showing off. Pick you up in the air. Yes, he did. <laughs> <laughs> There's a funny story about that that we'll go into later. One day. <laughs> One day. But yes. Moving on. Moving on. Moving on. The next term is a voyeur. A voyeur is basically the opposite of exhibitionist. A voyeur is a person that likes to watch um, sexual acts go on. Also sexy shit. It's also sexy. Mm-hmm. So I would actually consider myself a voyeur. Like, mm-hmm. for example... I don't enjoy watching porn on any type of form of video, DVD, VHS, whatever you want to watch it on. But I like watching it in person. Yeah. I enjoy it. I get I get turned on by watching people actually do sexual acts in person. Mm -hmm. Yeah. um, Right. Because like you said before. Because uh, anything could happen, right? You could see somebody squirting or you could just see like um, other people might join into that particular group that you're watching or whatever. It's just pretty awesome. I just love I love it. Yes, it was the first time I've actually seen someone use a strap on in real life. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. All right. Oh, go so ahead. the next term you can go into it. You want me? All right. Yeah. So the next one on my list is play. Um and we always talk about play, play this, play that, right? You get to, you hear this term a ton, right? And, and there's always a kind of like um, people trying to figure out how to define it and, and wonder why you're calling it play when you're doing some serious stuff like this, right? You're having sex with your partner. You're talking about having sex with multiple people and you're calling it play. Play is is having sex, right? It's any kind of sexual act. Um, we use it as kind of an escape from your day to day. Uh, it's it's having fun. It's uh, it's it takes away from all of the, the, the serious nature of the sexual acts that you're performing. We kind of just use it just to bring levity to the situation. Right. Like I wouldn't call the stuff that I do with Trist at home playing. I would call it like making love or having sex or something like that. Or sometimes we are um, going a little harder than that. But I wouldn't call it playing. But I would call Anything outside of our relationship playing, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, okay. So yeah, that's playing. Um, you want to go to the next one or you want me to take it? Yeah, you want to take the next two because it kind of goes with play. Cool, cool, cool. So yeah, you have different types of play, right? You got uh, soft swap and full swap, right? So you're going to hear this a lot. So soft swap is pretty much uh, anything, any kind of sexual play that doesn't involve penetration. And it kind of... Um, It covers a lot, right? It covers a lot of like oral sex or whatever. Um, And I think we've we've talked about how it's kind of contradictory, like when it comes to just women. Yes, absolutely. Um, Soft swap is not just uh, women. Yeah, it's not just woman on woman play. No, it's not. Um, We met a couple one time and. We figured that out and found that out that the, the woman wife actually wanted to do soft swap, but with her husband and another man. Oh, right. You're talking about like male on male uh, soft, soft swap. swap. Right. Yeah. It's just anything that's um, 
that's not penetration, right? Or, that's how it's defined. Anyway. Correct. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. So yeah, it, it, it's male on male, male on female, female on female. Um, as long as it's not penetration anyway. Um, and, and toys, toys are used a lot, um, uh, in this particular play style. So yes. then on the other side, you got full swap and full swap is bingo, bingo penetration. penetration. <laughs> right. Right. It's, uh, you know, it involves oral sex and any kind of penetrative sex, uh, you know, anal double penetration, double vaginal penetration, whatever the case may be. If you stick it something in, it's full swap. All right. So I'm gonna go ahead and pass the next one to you. What you got? So my next one would be polyamorous. So that's a big one. It is a very big one. And we're just going to hit it at a very high level because I, by any means, I'm not an expert at this, Right. but I can go on that. We've met a few couples throughout the years. And this is my, I guess my viewpoint um, of the things that we've learned from them. So being poly is basically having an intimate relationship with more than one person that is non-monogamous. What that means is that, you can be basically you can have a very emotional connection with right. multiple people. Right. And you guys have an understanding. Um, and I'm sure it's way more than that. Like I said, we're going to hit this at a high level. But the couples that we've met throughout the years actually have been the woman is actually married to a male and they have a boyfriend. Who has the 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 female has the right? Boyfriend, the right? wife oh, okay, has right. boyfriend, correct. right? That's right. And and actually, in in all of the situations that we've been that we've met, that that's all that that's we've been exposed to, yeah. Thus far, so um, that's what poly means, right? Right. So it's back on me. Yep, back all on right. you. Cool. So we're going to talk about a little bit of um, what you're going to see at the clubs, right, or what kind of clubs you might be looking for. Um, so when you're going out and you're, you're, you're trying to find your way, um, most likely you're going to go to like a swinger club and that, and there are different types of swinger clubs, right? Some of them are on premise or off premise. Uh, and we're going to give you a little bit of lowdown on that. So on premise, um, club is a club that not only has like all your regular club, uh, atmosphere, uh, like, you know, you got your dance floor, you got your bar, you got all this good stuff. You got uh, a well-lit, like, social area where you got people meeting and greeting and hanging and shaking hands and exchanging numbers. But an on-premise place also has the bedrooms, right? You got the little playrooms. Bingo. Yeah, got them playrooms, man. You got all sorts of different playrooms where you can actually have sex on-premise. You got it, right? Not so, not so difficult, right? So you got, uh, you might have and a big. Can I just add into that really yeah. quick? And it's not as sleazy as you think it is. It depends on nah, the yeah. place. It's been some def- definitely been some classy joints that we've seen. Um, yes. So it's just not like everybody's going at it on like this bed that keeps being reused over and over again. I mean, that's pretty much exactly what it is. It is not. They <laughs> but clean they it. change the sheets, you know, they, change, they, they clean they it the and, yeah. and disinfect. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah. So you have like an orgy room and you got like different themed rooms. You got like a room with a stripper pole and they got, uh, I think it was like a CD joint in there. So you can bring your own I little think CD. So. <laughs> they probably need to step that up a little bit, like an MP3. Let me hook up the, Let the me phone. Let me hook that up. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, you know, it's still dope. 
Um, a lot of on-premise places give you like maybe like a time limit when you go into the room. You got to sign your uh, sign your name or your 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 club number, and you get to go in and bring in whoever you want. Leave the door unlocked, whatever the case. Have your fun, and then uh, leave out of the room or whatever, and then clean the joint and um, ready for the next couple. But yeah, um, so that's on-premise and off-premise is obviously the direct opposite, where you have to you know it's probably. Uh, more along the lines for a meet and greet where you go and you kind of meeting people. It's like a bar, you're hanging out and everybody's kind of being social and playing around and flirting and touching and feeling, but no sex is allowed on, on premise, uh, probably due to some zoning or some kind of laws in that particular County or whatever. So yeah, that's on premise, off premise. All right, babe, what you got? So we're going to talk about the two terms that kind of actually go well together. It's a unicorn and a manicorn. So, although unicorns are beautiful creatures, mm-hmm. people are not creatures, but a unicorn in the <laughs> lifestyle is basically a rare find. Unicorns are basically a single female in the lifestyle that is not in a relationship with anyone. So, she is not in any type of committed relationship with anyone. She's just interested in being in a lifestyle, but she doesn't have an actual partner. Unicorns are great. Um, you can, I mean, they pretty much just can do whatever they want. Yeah. Um, very, they can be very picky. They can be very, very picky. They can be selective if they want. I mean, that just comes with the territory. It's it's a supply and demand type of thing. It is. And it's definitely a low supply of unicorns. Right. Right. That's, that's, that's the hard part. That is very much the hard part. The next term is going to be a manicorn. Now there is not a low supply of manicorns, unfortunately, um, <laughs> in the lifestyle. You can find you can find those. They're not as rare as unicorns are. Um, but manicorns is basically the opposite. It's a single male that's not in a committed relationship or really attached to anyone. He has mm-hmm. no strings attached, and he's here to, you know, to whatever in. your yeah. pleasure should be. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, both are here for. Um, for fun, right? Like, I mean, just like the rest of us, we out here to have some fun and, and play with each other and, and just, uh, enjoy the lifestyle together. But you know, there's uh, the unicorns and manicorns or single males are people that just kind of jump in and out of, uh, couples relationships, um, you know, at, at, at the couple's choice. Right. That's absolutely yeah, right. They're just trying, they here to have fun too. They here to make their, um, make fantasies come true, whatever. That's correct. Super cool. Is it me or you? It'll be you, honey. Just yeah. a side note, the unicorn that we met one time told my husband here that she wanted some of his big black cock. <laughs> That's what she was looking for. <laughs> it was hilarious. I thought it was the funniest thing ever. Yeah. But yeah, these are, yeah, we have stories for days. But Yeah, I can't wait to get to some of these <laughs> the stories. The next definition. The next one is uh, orgy, right? Like, um... We always talk about orgies, man. Everybody comes, uh, you know, has the like the the fantasy or not even fantasy, but just like the image of like a bunch of bodies just like laying on the floor. And I'm sure there are people who have seen these um, these massive orgies with a lot of people just having sex and just kind of like rolling around as one big group. But what's the bare minimum that qualifies as an orgy? What was your guess? So I thought it was four. But right. I was wrong, apparently. Right. I mean, I wouldn't even say wrong. I mean, that's just your opinion. But uh, I saw it as like five or more. And it kind of makes sense to me, right? Like, 
if you have four, theoretically, well, they don't necessarily have to be two two couples, do they? No, they hmm. don't. I don't Not know. Really. So, so this was out for debate. It is, it is pretty much out for debate there. So however you choose it, it's either four or more or uh, five or more people uh, having sex, engaging in some kind of sexual activity. So, yeah. Absolutely. So moving on to our next term, guys, we're going to move on to a term that Locke and I have actually came up with um, in our beginning years uh, in a lifestyle called crash and burn. Did we come up with it? Well, we came up with it after the things we ended up seeing. All right. So okay, we just cool. kept saying it. All right. I'll claim um, it if you claim it. I'm, I'm not claiming it. <laughs> claim it. Just right. claim it. Go for so, it. So crash and burn. Crash and burn is a term that Locke <laughs> and, and myself, we use a lot when we refer, refer to couples that are new to the lifestyle. Basically, what that term means is that a new couple presents themselves to the lifestyle. Mm-hmm. They come in. And they're so excited, like a boy that just got his his first, you know, wet willy or <laughs> lost his virginity. <laughs> He's like super, you know, excited and amped up, like the Energizer Bunny. And they just want to try all of these new things that are coming. So they come in, they're like, oh my gosh, I see boobs. I see asses walking around. Mm-hmm. I see, you know penises walking around and yeah and 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 it's great and everybody's walking around freely and they think that it's lovely and then what happens is that they don't vet their actual relationship and they don't bring up what is my absolute yes and what is my absolute no Mm -hmm. that i am willing or not willing to do they don't do that so they go 90 miles per hour and what ends up happening is that they try all these things that their relationship isn't always ready for. Right, right. And, but they do it so fast instead of building up, and then their relationship suffers, hence the term crash and burn, because they end up breaking up. Boom. Yeah, I mean, well said. You're absolutely right. Um, yeah, I got nothing else to add on that, man. Like, yeah, people just get into something they didn't, they're not ready for, man. Get in over your head. It's typical. Um, we've seen it happen. Um yeah, and it's it's pretty sad to see, you know. Uh, some people just come in young, wide-eyed, bright-eyed, and bushy-tailed, and then next thing you know, we we <laughs> we're sending text messages to uh, nothing, to no one, no one, and it's it, you know getting no responses back. So I mean, it happens, but you know, um, hopefully our our future podcast will will alleviate some of that stress on some newbies, man. Absolutely. Yeah. So so what we got. We're going to move on to our next term, which is quite a big one. It's me? Mm-hmm. Last one? Last one. Last, Last one. one. Let's we're take gonna, it home. We're going to bring it home with the little BDSM, right? We got uh, BDSM is an acronym for bondage, discipline or domination, sadism, and masochism, right? Uh, and bondage usually refers to physical restraints. That's like having sex or getting some kind of sexual gratification out of tying someone up or being tied up usually some handcuffs or some rope play and uh, rope play is actually a very beautiful thing when you see somebody do it and do it well and really care about it It is a beautiful sight yeah it was was hot man like we saw um, a good friend of ours kind of like tie up his um, listen I'm not even going to get into all the terms the technical terms I'm just going to say her his partner or whatever he kind of he tied her up and kind of turned her into like a little suitcase and I said 
I want to be a suitcase. Yeah, you did. And that mm. shit turned me on. But yeah, it was so hot. But uh, yeah, it was it was pretty dope. It's a beautiful thing to watch. Um, So that's. And then you got uh, Domination, right? Domination is um, is tied one hand in hand with uh, submission. And that's giving another person power over you. And, you know, a lot of people are into that. A lot of people being, are into being told what to do or, or whatever and when to come and when not to come or how to come or being humiliated or whatever. Um, that's what they're into. Cool. Uh, then you got sadism. Sadism is getting some kind of sexual pleasure uh, from inflicting pain and humiliation or whatever into someone else. And masochism is the exact opposite. You're a person that uh, derives pleasure, sexual pleasure out of being spanked or humiliated or whatever. Um, again, this is a wide, wide umbrella that covers a lot of deep, deep things. Um, we've been to like parties and we've seen um, a lot of people doing some some pretty cool um, activities in this world that we're. We could talk about it at a high level, but we definitely can't give you the ins and outs. But we're going to work on that, and we're going to see if we can put some stuff together for you for future episodes. I think it's interesting. Like uh, Locke just said, we went to a party, and there's definitely some things that we took up out from that party um, that we learned, actually, that night about the uh, BDSM community. Yeah, man, we got to see some pretty dope shit. I mean, we got to see one of the coolest guys in the world, right? Like, I mean, we walk in this place. It's, it's a house. And, Quick story, right? Yeah, quick story. Right, quick story. Quick. We we walk up into the house and all we hear is pow, pow, pow. And you know, hear a woman moaning in pleasure. And we go into the room. We can see in the den, there's a woman kind of like bound uh, from the ceiling and the floor, legs spread, arms spread. And he's and the guy's just like working her over with some kind of flogger. And she's just taking it in, taking it, taking it. Uh, and then, you know, when they're done... Their, uh, their show or whatever, he lets her get down and she she's instructed to crawl out of the room on all fours, crawl out of the room. And you would think that this guy is just like some badass and he's just like, you know, yeah, flexing his muscles after he's just laid this incredible um, this is this this force on this this small, beautiful woman. And he comes over to us and just like, hey, man, thank you all for coming to the party. Right. Yes. And we were both looking like, hey, it's so okay. nice to have you. He was like the nicest guy in the fucking world. He was awesome. He was such a sweet guy. He was so sweet. He was so and nice. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, but then he made it, you know, made us feel comfortable and we got to chilling and, and we found our little spot in the couch and just kind of curled up. And <laughs> we literally just curled up like a fly on the wall and, and, just, and just watched. took it all in. And took a, all in of everything yeah. that was happening around us. Definitely a dope experience. But I'm going to go ahead and let you tie this one up, babe. I hope this helped you guys out a lot to kind of just know what we're talking about when we're referring to different things that may happen in the lifestyle. And we're going to see you guys in episode three. Yeah. See you in episode three. Thanks. Again, we'd like to thank you for living a sweet life with us. Be sure to subscribe, rate and review us on iTunes, Spotify, Google play, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Feel free to email us any questions, comments, or naughty thoughts at the sweet life podcast at gmail.com. That is the sweet life, T H E S U I T E L I 
podcast at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram at the Sweet Life Podcast and on Twitter at Sweet Life Pod. So do you have anything else to say to our lovely guests? Until next time, keep living a sweet life. Bye.